Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Shit Together. Together. Ready? I am ready when you are. I like the way everyone just yells, shit. What, um, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, everyone. It is your co-host, Kyle Reed. With us today, we have, this, this gentleman has been with the podcast for every single episode. I think it helps him just a little bit that the studio is at his house. I bring you none other than <laughs> Rohit Rohila. Introduce yourself, man. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> you, you just introduced... I, I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> I mean, I am Rohit Rohila, so you were telling the truth. The so you're a freak. If only you knew. Oh, yeah. Actually, you... It's probably better that you don't know. Because that would just be weird. A little bit awkward. I look at you different. Actually, we did talk about that at lunch today. We did. I would wonder how you um, made that shape. How you're that flexible. Yoga? Come I on. am Indian, yeah, we're flexible, and we wrote the book. We wrote the book. Taco Bell and flexibility, huh? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> who, who are you? You got Ami Bardwaj on the mic. <laughs> oh, my man, my man. <laughs> this is awkward silence? Come on, man, what the hell? All right, folks, let's get started. So today is episode 76. It's a. I think this is going to be one of those ones that we look back at and say this was uh, one of our favorite episodes because it's all about family and the importance of family. And we're not just talking about like friends who are super close and, and you consider them family. We're talking about like straight up blood. Um, and so with that, there's there's a few things I want to touch on before we open it up because I think each of us has something so dramatic to add to this. Family, I think, is probably one of the things that we take for granted the most because of the longevity involved with family. You know, it's not like friendships where you met them and there's that rush and excitement of meeting someone new and, and learning all about them with family. I mean, they've been there since you were born and they're going to be there when they're putting you in that box. And so there's, there's not that risk of if, if we do something, they'll lose, you know, they'll, they won't be in our lives or anything like that. So your family is there through thick and thin. It's also, they're the ones who are really there to celebrate your true happinesses and not just measurable things, you know, like you, you got a new job or something like that, but, but even the individual growth that you have. They're there to celebrate you and, and really the impact that you've made in their lives. Uh, they help you grow. And when I told you guys this last point, I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing, but your family is also the main reason why you are the way you are. The majority of your programs and characteristics were developed because of your family. And so, with that, uh, I'm a, let's let's start with you. Like, what are your thoughts about the importance of family? And yeah, okay, I'll I'll start talking about you know my family and just I'll start with my media family. It was me, my dad, and my mother passed away in August or September. Sorry, of last year. Last year. Yeah. So. Also has wait it hasn't, hasn't been a year yet. yet. Oh no. wow. Okay. No, her birthday just passed, so I took the day to Happy birthday mom. Right? Took that, went to Seward Park. It was a deep connection for me and my mom growing up. 
so spent you know an hour two hours there just talking venting and just taking it all in um but the whole aspect with dad kind of changed once mom passed away because they were the one two you know the one two punch they always were together they've had that lifestyle and now it's to the point where it's almost like you're speaking another language to your father mm. but on top of that there's the age gap that i had at least so my parents had me when they were late 40s mm. mid mid to late 40s so that explains so much by the time my dad <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I I wanted to bring a little levity there. Sorry, go ahead. This is again too serious. I know, I know. Sorry, sorry. But you know, by the time I'm ready to like play games, hang out with my dad, play catch, mm-hmm. he just wanted to go to bed. He just wanted to be done. He was Growing up. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's older. But then there's also the generational gap of understanding things. Mm-hmm. It's almost a two generation gap from when they had me and I have my cousins. Monobia, Sapambia, Vibadidi, there. Beya means brother in Hindi. And okay, so those are elder respect terms. Yeah, Got exactly. It. They're cousins. We don't call them cousins. There's always been brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. So they were pretty much the area where I was supposed to be born, but I'm born 20 years later. So there literally is a visual gap that I can see that, oh, that probably would have been me at that time. It took <laughs> so long, and now I'm in this side. Um, but just trying to have conversation with parents, with dad, is it's... It's so different once things changed. And it, it brings a lot to what you think about. You don't really think about it for the long run because you're, you're so used to it being there. Like mom and dad, mm-hmm. mom and dad, and now it's just dad. You know, and, and the dynamics of the house changes. Things that, you know, that mom used to do, now dad, Stephanie, or I are taking care of it. Things that mom used to do, making food for one was you know now it's split between all three of us you know dad loves indian food so every day he's like let's have roti dal let's do this and do you know how to make all that stuff or was that mom's job and you never it, learned i learned did you it's okay. just that's awesome it was just never something that i'm so used to doing like i'm i'm to the point where oh food's ready you know food's yeah. ready and lived with mom and dad my whole life so i'm so used to it mm-hmm. yes it is spoiled Yes, I'll agree with with everyone listening. <laughs> it is spoiled. Uh, Food is ready, laundry's folded. No laundry edit. Okay. Yeah, laundry edit. <laughs> but it's just, it's just different now. You know, yeah. and that's that's the thing when you when you said that that you don't really expect it with the longevity of it and I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think you have um, some other unique scenarios I'll say as well. Are you first generation? I'm first generation, only so you child. Have a cultural and generational gap, yeah. right? So yeah. you, you literally, you mentioned your parents had you late, mid late forties. You said mid to late mid late forties. They left India, came here. You look at it now. You got you kids know. having babies at 19, 18 years old. That, you know, it's it's um, that's crazy. So that's that's huge for you to experience that both generationally and culturally. You, you're growing up, essentially. Two generations. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a different uh, language. After them and in a completely different culture. So you, you're grasping both traditional Indian culture from traditional parents and soaking up American culture as a millennial. I'm trying to trying to hand it back and forth. Trying yeah. to have a conversation to yeah. go between. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's a whole another discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting because I mean I've known Amit for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, when it comes to friendships and stuff, you just, everything's like face value. You know, you're, oh, you're Kyle, you're Amit. But you don't really think about what made you Amit and what made you Kyle. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things that you just said about him were things I never thought about. Did you deal with some of those as well? Are you first generation also? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of differences. I think you had it much more... You had a more difficult time than I think I did. So, well, you're much older than all of us. <laughs> Sam got I'm this part so, out. I'm sorry. I dropped my carrot in the ranch. I'm so sad. I was laughing Sam's not that. even going to listen. <laughs> Sam's going to play. There you go, Roy. Grab it. Oh. Um, no, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think outside looking in, those are the things that I see. But I, I didn't truly see them until you started discussing it because I didn't really realize that. Right? It's, it's not something like... I discuss with anyone. You know, Nor that you really think about yourself. I do. Oh, yeah. I being the owl overthink. And mm. I, I, I literally had to take myself out of the position and say, why is it that dad isn't responding to me? Mm-hmm. Obviously, mom passed away. But I'm literally telling him, I want to do things with you. I want mm-hmm. to. Let's go watch a movie. Let's go to a park. You know, I know it hasn't been a year, but I don't want to just leave him alone. Yeah. You know, I want to do things with him. And then the thought of losing him and mm. then not doing things with him when I have the time and the chance to yeah, scares me. That the thought same, never crossed your mind until you lost your mother, though, did it? That's what I mean by the longevity. You yeah. never know. Yeah. Never really crossed my mind because to me, my parents were going to be there my whole life. They were my superheroes. The, yeah. I know they were going to pass away, but the idea never really hits you until it hits home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cross your mind in your day to day. No. Yeah, I think we consumed by our programs, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, man, that's that's good. That's good shit. Sorry, I started deep. No, it's good. <laughs> it's good though. It's heavy. It's heavy. Um, I we we could go down rabbit holes with that stuff all day. I've shared things about my family and uh, my mother in particular, and a few other things. Um, but for me, that's not what today is about, personally. Um, I really we came with this episode because I just got back in town from a absolutely amazing vacation in Montana. Uh, Emily and I stopped in um, Coeur d'Alene beforehand. By the way, none of us are welcome there. <laughs> I'm a bit too tan in the summer, and you guys are both already brown. I just drive over Idaho. Drive through it as fast as possible. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, but my brother got married. In Montana on on last Saturday in what a go, Keith. Yeah, congratulations, man! Congratulations. Congrats. And you actually like um, your sister in law. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I would I would trade Keith for her. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding, Keith. But Teal, no, you're not. Teal is awesome. Teal is her name. Um, Teal Reed now, which is which is fantastic. I'm. I couldn't be more pumped or excited for them. I mean, I. I knew I was super happy for them, but I didn't really realize the magnitude of it until this week. And that was kind of, I guess, how this episode spawned. I just wanted to talk about it. I didn't even know what I wanted to say, but the week has just been absolutely fantastic. Bringing in um, family from my mom's side, family from my dad's side, uh, meeting some of Teal's family and some of both of their close family and friends. It's just been absolutely phenomenal. And as you mentioned, Ahmed, it's, it's been a great reminder to me to not take those opportunities for granted. Right? My, my, my grandma, Barbara, my mom's side, Japanese grandma, 
she's uh, struggling with her health and mobility right now, which which saddens me because the same thing you, you had mentioned, she was like Superwoman. She would go on long ass walks. She would ride the bus everywhere. She was so independent. She didn't need nobody for nothing. She knew every bus schedule by the back of her hand. And if the bus stop was two miles away, she didn't mm-hmm. give a shit. She's walking <laughs> with bags and everything. No, it's fine. I walk. It's good. I need to walk anyway. And she's killing it. And and now to see her lack of mobility is um, a bit saddening. But at the same time, I just wanted to cherish the moments that I had with them this week. Um, one of the most difficult things for me to do, my, my brother um, gave me the honor of being his best man, which I didn't expect. And I'm very appreciative of it. I had a huge, huge problem trying to write a speech. Mm. Rohit knows what my problem is. And my problem is summed up in this cartoon <laughs> that we're going to share on the on the website. I'm going to just show you guys as I as I keep yammering on. Do you want to read it out loud? I mean, oh, if you, well, you kind of got to see the illustration to understand it. Check out the website. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, says our webmaster. Well, that, well, that's what I was saying. I would share on the website rather than here. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Well, we'll have it up on the website. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't read it out loud unless you want to, because it'll kind of ruin it. But essentially, the moral of the story is Rohit knows my problem is that my head will get in the way. <laughs> right. So I I wrote down all these ideas. I started out a, a speech. I was tr- started to treat it almost like it was a presentation. And everything else. And I just wanted it to be perfect because that's my little brother. And I love him and I'll protect him more than anything in the world. And I wanted it to be just right. And I realized I couldn't stop thinking about it being just right. And I wasn't focusing on the things that matter. So I just scrapped everything. And I just went up there with nothing in front of me. Yeah. Which is pretty terrifying. Um, you know, I think it worked out, but I, the, really the moral of the story is, is just that, is get your head out of the way and just feel things every once in a while. And I just felt immense happiness for my brother. Every time I looked at his hand and seen a ring on his finger, it made it real for me. And I was like, wow, he's married. He's my younger brother, but he's somebody I can now say that I would pr- be proud of, well, proud is an understatement, but more so even aspire to be like this man. So to say that I'm proud of you, Keith, is a, is a vast understatement. And I just really can't express the joy that I've had this past week. It's You've been fucking phenomenal the whole time, since, yeah. right? I'm just, I'm so happy about it. It's fucking awesome. Did you see family at this wedding that you haven't seen in a while? Um, Not too long. Like... My grandparents on my dad's side, they're not that far. I don't see them that often, but I try to stop by every once in a while, a couple of weeks. Um, my grandma on my mom's side, Grandma Barbara, unfortunately, I haven't. it hasn't been that recent that I've seen her. I should see her more often, but it's not like I haven't seen her in years, you know, a couple months. But it's nice that those memories, or at least the wedding brought you all together. At yeah, point. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And our uncle, well, it's really my mom's cousin, Dennis. We call him uncle because... Elder, right? Yeah. Um, haven't got to see him in a while, and that was phenomenal. Uh, Dennis, by the way, if, you, if you're listening, um, when he first visited, I hadn't seen him since I was a kid, and we stayed at their house when my mom and dad took us to Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm and Magic Mountain. We did, like, the whole thing. 
So we stayed there, I think, when we went to Knott's Prairie Farm because they lived really close to it. That was when I met him. I hadn't seen him again until like 20 years later, which was just a couple of years ago. We connected again and he was in town for a while and he crashed at the house and we hung out and chatted and just caught up. And he left a note before he left that day to, to head back home. I still have that note. I kept it because it meant a lot to me yeah. to reconnect with a family member that I hadn't seen in 20 years and to be able to, to have a bond was phenomenal. So I was super pumped to see him too. So to have all these people there in this one place and it was just absolutely beautiful. I'll probably share a picture of the wedding too because it's fucking amazing. Did I show you? Oh man, I'm gonna show you guys right now and then we'll share it on the website. Um, I couldn't be happier, I really couldn't. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry for the dead air, I'm just sharing a yeah. picture. <laughs> so to me, it, family is probably the most important thing. As Rohit mentioned, they're there, they're there for you from birth to death. And if you're family, there's always one side who's been there since birth, right? No matter what, whether it's a cousin, a sister, a brother, uncle, mom, dad, auntie, one person has been there since birth. And one person will be there at death. I think that's huge. That that's, that runs the gamut of, of your entire lifespan. It's, it's, it's phenomenal to think about that. Yeah. That's really all I got. <laughs> I hammered on for a while, huh? Um, I'll, I'll pump it up again. Um, there was... It, it's, it's funny because I didn't really have a strong, genuine appreciation for my family, I think, until my mom passed away. And it, it was different because I remember when we had um, her funeral and, you know, people that I hadn't met, you know, in, in years and stuff like that. And so my sister and I were up there and it was probably the conversation that has made her and I closer because it was a, it was a big stepping stone for us. And there are lots of people crying and, and it was almost like we were there to console them rather than the other way around. Mm. And I think because the conversation that her and I were having, I was like, look, a lot of these people have known mom longer than we have, you know, and, and oh, you don't wow. really think about that kind of stuff. Like she had her coworkers there that, you know, have known her like 40 years. Yeah. And so that was really neat to see. And I told everyone, I was like, I was like, look, please don't make this a sad thing. Um, for, you guys have known my mom longer than I have. Tell me the stories that I don't know yet because you know we're on a completely different level than I do. And I think that's what kind of changed the dynamic of our family. And so now myself, my sister, and my dad are so much closer. We're, we're saying things like, I love you. Like we never did that before, right? It was just now you, you do because it's different. And I think what's the turning point for my dad because whenever something like this happens, you, you know, you're, you're afraid that they'll become depressed. And, you know, that, that was the, the main thing is I think what kind of kept my dad from, from really getting into that space was just the family. And every day people were coming over or, or you know. Extended family, friends. And yeah. Everything. To let you know that, that they exist and, and continue to be there. And I think that's where you start seeing the separation between family and friends. Because friends are going to be there initially, and then they're going to go back to their lives. But the family dynamic is, it's always there. 
And, you know, the turning point for my dad, I think, was when he said, you know, I thought about it. And only 25% of our family is, what? Memory full. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, YouTube. Only 25% of the family. Yeah. <laughs> only 25% of the family um, is not here anymore. 75% of our core is still here. That's fantastic. And that was kind of when we all looked at each other and we're like, you know what? We're here to celebrate us, you know? And, and let's make our new relationship something that mom would be proud of. And so I, I think there's, there's two things I, I really want to share. Um, I was super close with my grandfather, like super, super amazing close. You take everyone else in our family and how close they were to him, add it all up, multiply it by 10, <laughs> and that doesn't even come close to how close him and I were. And when my grandma passed away, you know, grandpas are old, and old people love talking, and no one listens to them. But they got hella stories. But I was the only one who listened to them out of, like, all my cousins and stuff. And so when my grandma passed away, what did I do? Oh, grandpa's talking? Let me hide my, my voice recorder. And I recorded the conversations that him and I would have. Really? Because I knew, like, I wanted something to, you know. Look back on. Yeah. And so that's really cool, you know. But I think one of the things that summarizes families the most is, and, and I love this quote, uh, mostly because I made it up. But when you were when you were a kid, right, all the things that embarrassed you about your family, when you grow up, those are the things you look forward to. Right? I think so. Like, think about family Christmas parties, right? And my cousins, like, who are older than me, and just, like, I love getting together now because before it was, like, so embarrassing being around them. And now you're just like, yep, okay, she's talking too much and no one's listening to her and, you <laughs> no, know, you all this other funny. stuff. And, oh, it's time who to... Who is that? Hmm. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> or, oh, yep, my dad's only wearing one sock again. Because uh. <laughs> he'll come home and it's so odd. He'll remove one sock. So... All Why? throughout, like the house, the, the dad. All throughout the house, my mom would find like these random socks from my dad, like taking it off. Why does he take one sock off? Nobody knows. Is it always the same one? That's what I was gonna ask. No, it's just I guess whatever one. He sometimes left, sometimes right. Yeah. Oh, my left foot's kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just so odd. Pops is crazy. That's man. Awesome. But but I think that's what it is. When you're when you're younger, you don't understand mm -hmm. what what family traditions are, nor that they're even traditions. You're like, oh, we've just kind of always done this. And then when you don't do it, you're like, wait a minute. Like, we're supposed to do it this way. I guess that is a tradition. I didn't yeah. really think about it. And your family's there from start to finish. You take them for granted. You don't really think about when will we lose them. You know, that, that thought's kind of there. You know in the back of your mind. Like, you know, all of us are going to die sooner or later. Yeah. Um, Kyle, two weeks from now. But we don't really think about that kind of stuff. But when it hits you and it's right in front of you, and then you're like, okay, we can use this to make our family closer, or we can use this as the wedge that silences us. That's pretty fantastic. As you discuss tradition, <clears throat> you made me think of another family tradition that my family has had that I didn't really understand it either until I was an adult. There's been a box that's been passed around every single Christmas, every year since long before I was born. It's shaped like some sort of an 
obscure trapezoid like this. Yeah. It was a belt box. What's a belt box? A belt. Yeah. Only fancy belts come in boxes. And only like in the 50s. <laughs> so it was kind of a thing that it always went to somebody every year. Whether you put in it, you know, candy or a gift card or an actual nice gift, it was your responsibility to hold this box all year long and re-gift it. Mm. So when I finally got it as an adult, six years ago, I'm looking now because I wrote this, uh, <laughs> last edited December 24th, 2011, I, I decided to gift it with a poem that I wrote. I could share it too. If you guys want, let me see. I'm reading it now. So, should I share it or should yeah. I put it on the website? Webmaster. Let's put it on the website. Okay, perfect. I'll put it on the website. Maybe I'll try and find a picture of it too so y'all can see it. But that's something that as a kid I thought was super goofy, but as an adult I like really got the symbolism of the tradition and why, why we did it. <clears throat> well, to me I got a deeper meaning of why we did it, whether people seen it or not. Or they seen it just as a box, right? But I just, I, as a kid, I got to see this box handed around. That it was something that the adults participated in. So it was sort of, I guess, my coming of age as I got this box. That oh shit, they trust me. I'm not that just young kid that's gonna try and go party and hang out and trash this box and not care about it, right? This this is an heirloom more or less. So that meant a lot to me as well, and I just had to share that because it made me think about it. You're talking about the meaning of the box and. I think the meaning it's, this is again my interpretation of it. Mm -hmm. It's your family thing and everything, but the meaning of the box is in itself to find the meaning in the sense of you are finding what you're, I don't even know how to explain it. I, was, I wrote it down, meaning, question mark, our path to choose, right? Essentially, we're trying to find the meaning of why we're doing this certain tradition when it doesn't necessarily have to have a meaning. Mm -hmm. We're putting the title of the meaning on there, but this Subject is something your family keeping this tradition alive within your family. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a meaning of this is this. They're just giving you your scent of your peace that you're giving that year to someone else. Yeah. And so on and so forth within your family. That's, that's beautiful mm -hmm. to have that going and to have <laughs> the gift be gifted. Yeah. Yeah, it's, really cool. yeah it's, it's huge. It's up to interpretation, I, I think, just as you said there. I mean, it's, um, I don't really know how it started. I don't know if anyone ever really does, to be honest. It started because it was a goofy-shaped box. It was kind of cool. It was like, oh, you got that box this year. That's cool. And it was like, oh, you got to, you know, don't forget. You got to bring that. You got to give it to somebody <laughs> next year. Like, it was like a challenge. And then it's just like, you know, 30, 40 years later, I don't even know how long. It's, it's still around. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm looking at this. I'm remembering now when I wrote this shit. I'm like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> cool. Good shit. Well, hey, I mean, you guys got anything else? I think we're about to wrap here. The one thing I, I think I would like to say is what, what's really important is a lot of people talk about wanting to change their relationship with someone in their family, right? They want to be closer to someone or... Or how do you take those steps? And like when you've, when your entire relationship has been one way, you know, like when you see your dad or your mom only as the dad or the mom, how do you then take that relationship into, oh, they're also my friend. Mm. And a lot of people just don't know how to do that. And it, it's, it's little steps. You know, you don't, 
you could make a grand declaration. Look, I, I really want um, I really want our relationship to change. I want to be closer to you. You could you could go that route, but also it's it's little things. You know, let them know about something that you enjoy, or take them out to something that you enjoy, and let them see that side of the family. Do something new. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's not. I think what especially when it comes to family, it's not necessarily about gifts, but it's experiences. With friendships, it's different because it's all about gifts. Um, <laughs> but with family, it's about experiences and and a different type of growth that you're never going to have with anyone else. But I've got so many cousins and so forth in India that I have a completely different relationship with. And it's it's phenomenal. Because even though we only see each other two, three, two, every two to four years, it, we're close in a different way. I think it's really important that you... A, a long time ago, we did Circle of Influence. And I think you have to do the same thing with your family. You know, because family can be positive. They can help you grow. They're stable. They're always there. But at the same time, family can also be negative. And it's your responsibility to see who you want to play a larger role in your life. I'm not saying like, oh, Uncle Joe's bad, so leave him out. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're Indian. Najif Chacha is weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, but Welcome you, to the club, Kyle. Appreciate that. Yeah. I, just, I, I just get christened. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but at, at the same time, I think that's important too. You know, the the relationship with my sister and I has dramatically changed because I think she stepped up and without telling me directly, told me she wants us to have a deeper relationship. And so that did it too because then you realize, like, I didn't realize how important my value in her life was until she kind of told me. And I think we all would love to hear that too. Take your dad out for a walk and just be like, let's go for a walk. And he's going to say no. Mm-hmm. Be like, no, we're going for a walk. Don't, you know, we're going for a walk. And just be like, look, this, I need to do this. This isn't necessarily about you, but I need to do this. You have no idea how much I love you. And maybe that'll shock him because it, I think instead of waiting for family relationships to evolve you've got to evolve it yourself you've got to take it to the next level because if you wait for family relationships to evolve you don't know when you won't get that time anymore they're gonna be waiting too yeah it's not that they don't want to they don't just know don't know what to do yeah nobody does really especially you know our old school parents they don't know yeah talking is taboo yeah yeah feelings and all that shit suck it up yeah you know be tough be a man yeah it's all different now but like you were mentioning India, I don't know my Indian family. Like I know them, mm-hmm. but I don't know them. You know, I never really connected with them. I went when I was 10, 28 now. So it's been 18 years. I mean, that's literally somebody being a baby and being an adult lifetime right there. So challenge for you. Oh, WhatsApp is free. Well, and, yeah. and you can make phone calls for free. Who is the one person you're going to make an attempt to become closer to in India before the next time we record? That's a, I don't even know. We'll pick someone. I'll take my dad's brother. Okay. Your Chacha or Thaoji? Thaoji. Older brother. My dad's older brother is Thaoji. Chacha or Thaoji. <laughs> yeah. And Chacha so Chacha's younger brother? Younger brother. No. It's like Chacha? I like to Chacha. Yeah. Just like, like that. that. <laughs> I like to Chacha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Because that song's been stuck in my head. I've like never heard that song. Chacha by I, Drum. I don't know that one. No. Okay. Well, Is it Indian? No. <laughs> you listen to Indian music, man. Don't look at me like that. Right? 
<laughs> is it Cha Cha? Is it Indian? No, I don't know. Nah, it's just some dude. He took a sample of a Mario beat and oh, says, okay. I like to Cha Cha. The whole time? No, nah, he mumbles some other stuff. Sounds like millennial mumble rap. Yeah, just it's just catchy. Right well, well, let's stuff. put it on on our Facebook. Done. Or, you know, whatever. Um, whatever it's called. <laughs> it's Cha Cha <laughs> song. <laughs> Cool. That's it. All right. Well, guys, right now it is time for the... Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. You've waited this whole episode and now it's time. Time, time, time. For Kyle Reads. Reads, reads, reads. Two minute takeaway. Oh, Y'all are something else. That was fantastic. I don't Do you even, like how, how he's playing it off like he's embarrassed, but no. he's the one who reminded us? It's, hey, guys, don't forget to do that one thing for me. You like, know. I forget I forget how it was because I forgot what you guys are going to do. And the tandem, the way you guys just went back and forth, you guys were so in sync. It was awesome. Like, it's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. Okay, that's enough of that. So... Today's episode was really all about the importance of family, and the episode came about really because I just wanted to talk about my week. I wanted to brag that my brother got married. I was super pumped. Ahmed almost broke a chair when he just sat down right now. But <laughs> I think that the bigger picture, when we talk about the importance of family, is the fact that they're going to be there with you through thick and through thin, or at least they should be. We don't choose our family, but maybe we don't need to. They were put here for a reason. Don't take it for granted. Spend some time with them. Enjoy the moments that you have with your family. Your family will be there to celebrate your happiness far more deeply than any friend could. And with a sincere pleasure that I have to bring in my brother's marriage, I couldn't agree with that more, especially not after this past week. Ahmed and Rohit, their family dynamic has both changed drastically over the past few years, um, more recently for Amit and Rohit. But I think that's a journey for them that wouldn't have come otherwise. Whether or not we want to accept that it required a tragedy, which is deeply sad, I think the growth that the both of you are, are getting from it is absolutely phenomenal. I hope you guys, I hope you guys are seeing that as well. Um, so with that being said, I want to end it on a little bit of a happier note and just, and just say that family is fucking awesome. You know, don't be embarrassed of it. <laughs> be proud of it. It's fantastic. Thanks again for listening this week. GYST podcast crew. We appreciate y'all sticking with us. Get your shit together. GYSTpodcast.com. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. We're going to post some of the pictures that we discussed yeah. on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Rohit be all over Pinterest. That's his favorite. Oh y'all y'all know that. God, yes. Oh, jeez. And again, 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 I talked to somebody yesterday that didn't know how to listen to a podcast, so somebody had to show them. It's the little purple application in your iTunes. If you already deleted it, search podcasts or go to Stitcher. Download us. And listen to us. That being said, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.
Thanks everyone for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.